0: Um, my day today is a little cloudy, a little drizzly, a little chilly, uh, quintessential fall day, plus a little wetness. So, um, But I still see beauty in that, and so I hope wherever you are, you are able to find the beauty in your day. So for today's episode, we'll turn to Hafez, our great oracle Sufi mystic poet. And, oh, we'll start with this poem called In a Circus Booth. Why let a fortune teller in a circus booth advise your heart? Out of 10,000 people who say they can read the fine print on a star, one might have that great gift, that remarkable vision to know the future. Better to let one like Hafez become your guide to our needed sobriety on this path. Be a friend to your heirs and purse. Listen, most astrologers, psychics and quote unquote healers would do more good for this world, flipping soy burgers somewhere. Why seek guidance about your life and God From a grinning coiled snake in a carnival show. (laughs) Oh, hafez, hafez, hafez! All right, I love this one. This poem. Oh my God, it's so timely. Um, It's so great. I'm cracking up because it um, it's sort of making fun of the work that I do. (laughs) But it's true. It's totally true. So. so basically, he's saying, why are you looking outwardly for healing? Why are you looking outwardly for answers to your innermost questions, right? And it's funny, my, um, I guess, my signature, my business card, you know, like my my tagline will say for, for the work that I do, one of the words is healer. And I'm reluctant in using that because I truly believe that uh, we are in charge of our healing. We are our best healers. The healing comes within, from within and that is only up to us. Um, no one can do it for you. And so I, I use that as a, a kind of shortcut to let people know you know, the kind of work that I do. But I've been working through different languaging on how to express that succinctly. So this poem comes at a, at a funny time as I work through this label of healer, and he puts it in quotes. Um, And when I say he, it's both Hafez, but it's also uh, Daniel Ladinsky, the translator. And so what I'm noticing with Daniel's translation, because he has the word soy burgers in here, which I find very amusing because they didn't have soy burgers during Hafez's time, right? And, um, you know, I mean, we're talking... uh, 14th century Persia. I don't think they had soy burgers back then. <laughs> I mean, maybe they did, but they didn't call it soy burgers. And so um, it's funny how Daniel Ladinsky is adding this modernity in his language, in his translation. And so it has me curious about what um, a literal translation would sound like. So I might have to uh, reach out to my Iranian friend to um, and see if she can provide a translation and then I'll get back to you on another episode about that because I'd be really curious to see um, what the actual poem says about instead of healers flipping soy burgers which he is saying I should be doing right now um, <clears throat> so I wanted to just first notice this image that I love um, out of 10,000 people who say they can read the fine print on a star and I just the idea of reading the fine print on the star is just exquisite. I just love it. Um, but the general idea of the poem is don't look outwardly, you know, don't look to external factors. Don't look to other people to tell you what to do. Don't look at, you know, astrology, although I love astrology. I'm not going to knock astrology. I'm not going to knock human design. What I'm going to say is there are people who rely on it as the be all end all truth of everything where I think those designs, those systems are built or designed to help us understand our path. Um, They're blueprints for the journey that we are on. Now, some people may be like, what about free will? And you know, my journey is my journey. And yeah, that's true. That's true. And that's why it's called the blueprint. It's saying here are some tendencies. Here are... um, some leanings towards, uh, a certain kind of energy. Um, but you don't have to do that. You don't have to follow that path. You can totally go against it, but the universe knows best and will probably send you so many messages to learn the lesson you need to get you back on track. So, I mean, I'm digressing a little bit, I know, but I wanted to, uh, t- I just love this topic of, um, this world that we live in, now that we've got um, pandemic times upon us, right? And health is a big question. You know, health is not guaranteed, not to say that it was ever guaranteed, but it's becoming very clear and very obvious that our health is never guaranteed. Um, I think a lot of us lived under an illusion that if I had a good health care system, you know, healthcare insurance, that I would always be 100% healthy and not always the case. Um, but also to, to notice that, um, there's a lot of uncertainty, which I've talked about before, as far as there's always been uncertainty in our lives. We just never really paid attention until now. Um, I think planet earth is sending a big signal to us to say, Hey humans, wake up, start caring for the, this planet that you live on, this home of yours, or you're going to get eliminated. I mean, not not to sound so dramatic about it, but, um, but this, this, this year, this 2020 has felt like a big awakening in terms of, you know, there's people talking about spiritual awakenings and things like that. But in terms of like, you know, wake up the way you're living now isn't really living you are asleep at the wheel you're just kind of going along your day doing the things that you know you've set yourself up to do you know like "Hmm, i got my routine i'm just gonna trudge along to the job or whatever it is um not really asking yourself what's my purpose in life and so as these shifts are happening as these upheavals are are coming into our full line of vision We're starting to see people emerging out of the woodwork, you know, and I don't want to say out of the woodwork because they've been there all along. You know, the astrologers, the human design chart readers, the energetic magicians, the witches, the coaches, the healers, all those people. We've all been here. It's just now people are paying attention because people are freaking out. The ground underneath them has been pulled away, and a lot of people are trying to get their bearings. They don't know how to do it, and then they turn to folks who are doing the work that I do, which is a guide for the internal work, and so there's a differentiation that needs to be made, where Hafez is saying, you know, don't look outwardly, don't, you know, Go to the fortune teller at the circus. Don't put a quarter in the uh, the little machine that has the the animatronic statue over the crystal ball, and then you get fed a little uh, card that has your fortune on it. You know, don't don't do that. Don't rely on other people's messages. Rely on your inner guidance rely on your inner truth you've got knowledge inside of you that you don't always hear because we got all these distractions we've got all these things pulling at our attention how many notifications do you have active on your phone you know you can turn those off sometimes we forget we have that choice Um, and so what about you know all the news all the social media just choose decide how to regulate what you take in and I think therein lies one of the the root problems is that we forget that we have the power to choose when it comes to spiritual practices um, religion things like that Uh, We're taught about free will. We're taught that we can do whatever we want. But we've gotten to a place in our culture that the conditioning to behave a certain way, to act a certain way, to believe certain things becomes so ingrained that we see it as truth And then forget that we can choose another way, that we can choose a different belief, we can choose a different way of thinking, and continue in a life that really allows us to thrive, that allows us to pursue our life's purpose. But how do we do that? How do we even know that we are stuck in some kind of conditioning? We can start with how do you feel right now? Like right now, literally, as you're listening to this podcast, how do you feel? Physically, check in with the body, take a deep breath, and then exhale at the mouth. How do you feel in this moment? Are you listening to this as you're driving? Do you feel relaxed? Do you feel a little tense, overwhelmed? Are you listening to this while making dinner? Your attention distracted in different directions. Or are you sitting, listening intently? Now, none of those things is good or bad, right or wrong. It's just an invitation to be aware. Okay? So be aware of where you are right in this moment. And now check in with the body how does the body feel how are the muscles around the neck and shoulders do you feel tightness do they ache are your shoulders scrunched up unintentionally what about the jaw the jaw is always a secret place of stress you don't realize you're clenching your jaw until someone says release the jaw. And you're like, oh, 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 look at that. I didn't know I was even clenching my jaw. What about how you stand? When you're standing up, are you standing tall, spine straight, so each vertebra is stacked in a straight line? Or is it slightly hunched over? You know, either from being tired or weary, or maybe... It's a protective mode. Something that feels safe because you're not as tall. Because you're not standing up and taking up space. Often, some of us who suffer from trauma default to what's known as the fawn response. And what happens is that our bodies physically hunch over and sort of shrink to take up less space so that we can feel safer. So notice your body postures. Are those automatic? Can you be mindful, make the decision to stand a little straighter, to maybe... Put those shoulders back to breathe a little more deeply. What other things do you do in your life that are automatic? You know, last night I was talking to my oldest daughter um, about habits. You know, she uh, doesn't clean her room like most teenagers without some yelling or some bribing or some some kind of incentive, right? And, um, you know, not all teenagers are like that, but mine is. And I'd like to revise that. And so, I mean, because I don't like yelling. I also don't like bribing. I'm not going to be there her entire life hovering over her, getting her to try to clean her room. So last night I had a conversation with her, About habits. And I said, you know, if you can just clean your room without any feelings towards it, you know, just do it rather than be like, oh, I don't want to do it, or okay, you know, see if you can take the emotion out of it. Now imagine, (laughs) imagine being my kid, like all this self awareness, right? So I asked her to start thinking about her room and how that's the space for her being, you know, like what she lives in is a reflection of what's going on inside. And I said, if you feel frustrated or confused or overwhelmed, just look at how your space, your physical space is set up. That's why if you can set up your physical space, organize neat, no clothes on the floor, Your mind will get much clearer. Now, I don't know if she, you know, bought it. I don't know if she rolled her eyes without me seeing. Um, Generally, she listens, but rarely takes action. So, you know, we'll see. But I said to her, how cool would it be if you were able to clean your room? I mean, at the very least, make your bed every day automatically like you do brushing your teeth. Because you know we all brush our teeth. That's a habit that gets instilled in everybody from day one. First teeth we see. All right, let's get the toothbrush, the little nubby, Sesame Street toothbrush, so cute for those two little front teeth that pop out. And I told her, I said, you know, when you brush your teeth, it's not a big deal, right? And she goes, yeah. I said, you just do it, you know, because it's not good or bad. You just, you know, you just do it. You know that your when your teeth are clean, they feel good. And she agreed, and so she's gonna try this habit. And so I tell this story because I'm wondering if you could take a chance at looking at your own habits. Often our habits are so automatic we become unconscious about them, right? We don't even think about brushing our teeth. We just do it. So what other things are automatic in our lives? Checking our phone first thing in the morning, automatic you know um, checking the phone every five minutes automatic but once you bring awareness and consciousness around a habit then you find your power again you can choose to continue the habit or you can choose to change it once you are aware you can't unknow that right so if I know that I've got a habit of, I don't know, checking my phone before I go to bed, right? I'm doing that less and less. I don't, I don't do that. Um, but that's an old habit. So I would check my phone before I go to bed. You know, I want to clear off. It's like the equivalent of clearing off your desk, right? Clear off all the notifications or whatever. And then that's impossible because email is constant, right messages are constant information is constant there's a constant stream especially now that everyone's online and everyone's in different time zones I mean I'm talking to people in Australia and, and the Philippines and it's like constant you know so I wouldn't never ever get away from be able to clear that if my quali- my requirements to go to bed was to clear off my desk my digital desk I would never get to bed so it's about me choosing, well, first being aware of that and then making the decision, having the power to choose to put the phone away, to put the computer away by a certain time. You know, I, my goal is, um, 10 o'clock at night doesn't always work, but that's the goal because I want some non blue screen time, you know, whether, even if it's TV, cause we have the old school TVs, um, whether it's a book or just listening to music, or whatever, you know, or just going to sleep, I don't know. But choosing is where the power lies. But you don't know you have power until you are aware. And so I invite you to think about what are your habits, to examine what's automatic, what are your patterns, your behaviors, really examine them, and then see if you can change them if they're not serving you ask yourself is this a helpful habit you know brushing your teeth totally helpful you want good hygiene you don't want fake teeth like my grandma did that's no fun you want your actual teeth you want to be able to feel the chewing of the food right but you know what if it's a habit of not doing laundry ever And then you start to wear the same stinky clothes. That is not a good habit, right? And so choose which habits you'd like to drop, which patterns you'd like to drop. And I'm not just talking, you know, material habits either. I'm talking spiritual ones, you know, like Mercury is in retrograde. Are we going to default to, oh no, Mercury is in retrograde, quick! All communication going to suck. So I'm just either not going to communicate or I'm going to expect that everyone's, you know, going to get me or technology's going to break down on me or whatever, you know. That's the intention you're sending out. What if you said, oh, this is a habit I have around, around Mercury retrograde. What if I chose to frame it differently? What if I chose Mercury retrograde is a time for me to slow down, to get introspective, To really just be reflective on what has happened over the last I don't know like three four months so that I can then plan when mercury goes direct I can plan what my next steps are because I've taken the time to see where I've come from and how I got to this point and what steps might be necessary for me to move forward what if I looked at mercury retrograde like that Would that be? I'm gonna try it. I mean, I've tried it and then I kind of fell away because I get sucked into the the whole collective mindset of like, Mercury retrograde. Oh no, the sky is falling. But maybe this time I'm gonna try that. Um, So I invite you to to examine your spiritual beliefs and practices and habits as well. You know, Um, and what might happen if you shifted that, if you changed it, if you chose either to stay with that belief or not. And I'm talking about all of this, right? I mean, it all started with Hafez, right? When he's talking about this fortune teller that we all turn to externally for the fortune teller to tell us what our fortune is, what our life looks like. And I wanted to bring this up because when it comes to our healing, It's all on us. You know, earlier today, I had a conversation with some students about trauma. And I said that, you know, we can't change the past. We can't undo the things that we've experienced that have been done to us, whatever it is. But we can let go of the emotions that Are attached to it we can let go of anger we can let go of fear we can strip the trauma of its emotional charge and then use our experience of trauma as something that nourishes who we are right now something that adds to our identity of who we are being I know it sounds crazy because it's, you know, for example, like if you're in a car accident and you're totally traumatized by that, that you don't want to drive ever again. I mean, you know, my mom um, got into a a car accident a few weeks ago and she's okay, uh, but just totally shaken up. And I have no doubt that her nervous system is like on the fritz. So I'm going to, you know, talk to her a little bit about that, give her a few um, somatic exercises to try to calm down the nerves, but she is in this experience of trauma where the fear needs to like be let go first, right? But then how can that become part of her identity? That's such a weird concept, right? Like, how does a car accident... Help me be who I am. That might be a question you're thinking. I don't have the answer for that. It's not a literal incorporation into your identity. It's not like, oh, this car accident happened to me and now I'm going to be known as the car accident survivor. It's not like that. It's more of maybe the car accident signaled to me how precious life is how I'm not mortal how I need to tell people I love them every single day how I need to show that love every single day, every minute of the day and to stop caring what other people think maybe that is the identity that you embody so That's what I'm inviting you to consider today. Stop looking outwardly. Stop looking to the fortune tellers. By all means, you can go to the psychics and the astrologers and look for signs or guidance. But ultimately, the decision comes from within you. It comes from your inner knowing, your inner wisdom. Deep inside you, you can feel it. You know, sometimes people call it your gut instinct. Sometimes people call it your heart. Sometimes people call it your intuition. They're all different things, but they are all aligned for your highest good. So, on that note, I will wrap up this episode with a poem by, hold on, i got to find it, oh, <laughs> uh, I've got another Hafez poem, I have this book called Love Poems from God, and it has a a, a, combina- a different collection of, um, of poets, let's, oh, here's a good one, Saint Teresa of Avila, here's a poem by Saint Teresa of Avila, I will just say this is the name of the poem. We bloomed in spring, our bodies are the leaves of God, the apparent seasons of life and death our eyes can suffer, but our souls, dear, I will just say this forthright, they are God himself, and we will never perish unless he does. Mm. A poem about how intertwined we are with the divine. (sighs) And so, my friends, I hope that you continue on this path of awareness, of poetry, and of healing. The divine light in me bows to the divine light in you. Until next time, namaste. Healing is so necessary for women writers of color. Whether we know it or not, our traumas hold us back from expressing and becoming our truest selves. How can we be more present to this? How can we create new ways of understanding our hurts so that we can heal them and step into our life's purpose with radiance? Follow me on Instagram for messages of healing and support as you walk this journey that brings you home to yourself. Find me at this handle, at Yogi @suryagianyogi, S-U-R-Y-A-G-I-A-N-Y-O-G-I, or visit my website to learn more at Suryagian.com. Your best healed life starts now.